0: Warning, spinning on two wheels contains language, themes, and references that are inappropriate for the ears of children, sensitive grandparents, and public forums. Headphone use is recommended. Hi y'all! I'm Peggy, the Kick-Ass Knitter. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm bad to the bone. Grab your yarn and throw open the throttle. It's time to kickstart this episode of Spinning on Two Wheels. Hey, y'all! Welcome, welcome, welcome. All my lovely new listeners, welcome, welcome back. All of my wonderful returning listeners out there, thank you very much for coming back. Today's episode 29 Spring Was in the Air is being recorded on Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and will include a Life on the Road update, open throttle, and a stalled. So punch into gear and let's roll on! Right into the Life on the Road update. This is the last regular episode of before spinning on two wheels goes on hiatus because next episode features a special guest host get hype y'all are gonna love her i'm i'm so excited to bring this to you guys i actually asked audio man to give me some feedback on some some weird noises he said look it's just zoom sounding like zoom But also, what? I can't believe this is your guest host. So if Audio Man is excited and surprised, y'all are going to love it. Y'all are going to love it. Y'all are going to love it. But during hiatus, I will still be posting on Instagram. And if there is an occasion to make a yarn selection bonus episode for Operation Sock Drawer, what? What? I will do that too. So, it's not as if I'm completely disappearing. All traces is gone. Vanished. I'm just going to use the time to work on behind-the-scenes things for the show. So, if you have any comments or suggestions for new material that you would like to hear, please drop me a line at twowheelspodcast at gmail.com. I will also be attending the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival May 7th and 8th, probably. I say probably because this is still the time of COVID. And um, mom had agreed to go. Mom had wanted to go as long as there wasn't a new variant. And we tempted fate. And this one's on me. Sorry, y'all. This one's my fault. This one's my fault. So we're still still waiting to hear back. But if it's open, I think we're going to go. If you see me, feel free to say hi. Uh, We're not going to do hugs or like handshakes or anything, but we can do, I don't know, an elbow bump. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out right after this break. This episode brought to you by Death Wish Coffee. They aren't sponsoring the podcast, they aren't paying me to say this, but without it, I'd be asleep. So, Death Wish Coffee literally, the reason I am able to make this podcast. This is Open Throttle, getting you up to speed on my current projects. Okay, where, where with the MHK did I leave y'all off? I can't even remember. I think, I think I mentioned short row shaping techniques. Yeah, that seems right. Well, that, that works out because the next swatches for the MHK involve a bunch of lace the short row, the short row swatches I finished. I haven't been graded on them yet, so I don't know if I'm finished, 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 or just like semi done. But I'm I'm ready to move on to the next thing. And the next thing is lace. And appropriately, I wanted to research my way through these lace swatches. And first, I had to use different yarn. TKGA recommends a super fine or fine weight yarn it's like number one or two on labels and i had to track some down because it still needed to be um a light color and also not something that i've been saving for operation sock drawer what what finding sock yarn in my stash that is not for operation sock drawer has been a little difficult So after days of simply agonizing over what to do, I chose the remnants of a skein of studio sock in the Roland Park colorway from Neighborhood Fiber Company that I had left over from 2020, which was my year of baby knitting. (laughs) And I also don't know if this is their organic studio line or if I purchased this before Neighborhood Fiber Company made that switch. I don't know. But after committing to a yarn choice, of course I had to gauge swatch. The MHK is... The MHK has me using a border of seed stitch all the way around the lace of the swatches. Like a little pane of glass in a frame. It's kinda cute. And, dutifully, I swatched for needle size and chose a four millimeter US6, hashtag go metric. And then, of course, I had to select and swatch for the lace panels. Because you can't just go, whoop, lace, there it is. Or, oh no, I dropped some stitches. I guess it's lace now. That's not acceptable. At least not for this. You can do that on your projects that are not being graded. I, I want a a good grade on my knitting because that is both something that is reasonable and possible. Sarcasm, Peggy. Anyway. Once blocked out, the lace panel must meet certain size requirements, and I wanted to be extra careful. And I'm <laughs> I'm glad I did, because one pattern, I have to make two, one pattern, a delightful little four-row stitch pattern called the Vertical Lace Trellis, grew 7% in width and increased in length 70 fucking 7%. It nearly doubled. So I'm really glad I wasn't just sitting there making a whole big thing to submit for a grade, only to dunk it in hot water, let all of that wool relax, and then pin it out, open it up, and realize that it takes up the space of a bedspread. Glad I did a test. And I do actually have the final version of the MHK swatch cast on and the first lace swatch is already done and blocked that one came out lovely I used a lace pattern called little leaves that I first learned to make on a shawl that I made for my mother for my wedding so I already kind of knew that pattern wasn't going to grow to the same extent as as the first one as the vertical lace trellis you know, that works out, right? And I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to work a little bit more on the, the vertical lace trellis swatch because I think blocking that out, I think pinning that and opening that lace up so it will hold its shape is going to be one of those knitting magic feeling. Sometimes they happen by accident where you take uh, your project out of the warm water for blocking and you go, I don't know where this is, but I know I'm gonna fucking enjoy it. And you're pinning it out and you're going, uh, What shape are you going to be? We'll find out. And the other ones where you, you put it in the hot water and you just, you know, you know that in like that best warm fuzzy kind of way, that when you pin this thing out, when you pin out, your little collection of twisted up protein fibers that you made on two pointy sticks. You know it's going to be simply gorgeous, darling. And you want to kind of do it in front of an audience because they're going to see, like, a little knotted up piece of string, roughly the size of a fist. And by the end, you're going to have this thing pinned out and it's going to stretch and open and be like this gorgeous lace mandala that actually depicts the secrets of the universe and you just want to watch their eyes as you make it transform but don't do it because then the church is going to know that we can shapeshift and then we all get burned at the stake just saying Next up is Operation Sock Drawer. What? What? Okay. Okay. When will these socks be done? Someone tell me, please. Right? Like, black hole knitting should not be possible when one is changing colors as often as I am. And yet! And yet, I have been trying... I have been trying to do more on these socks to finish them and get to the next project in Operation Sock Drawer. I'm six color stripes away from running out of shawl on the matching slash inspirational piece, but, but I swear these socks are getting no nearer to the tips of my toes. Are my feet growing? Is that a thing? And the last major knitting project that I have been working on is the phenomenal sweater. The waist shaping is nearly complete and that is exciting because it has also been on the needles for fucking ever and I, I want to move on to other things and every time I try I feel kind of guilty. I'm like, no, I gotta finish this sweater for myself. It's going to be this adorable, kind of semi-cropped, semi-cropped, like cropped, little vintage sweater, and I want it in my life. But I'm kind of tired of making it. <sighs> I know I need to persevere. I know I need to push through. Because... I know it's going to be worth it at the end, but my God, all of this knitting, knitting fast and getting nowhere. Just like the next segment after this break. This episode is brought to you by our best friends. You know, the non-fiber obsessed ones who think we work magic with string. May they forever be impressed with our stitchcraft. Welcome to Stalled. I think we've kind of heard it already in this episode. The motivation has really been what has me putting projects down this week. Does that sentence make sense in English? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. For example, every time I want to pick up the wingspan shawl, which was conspicuously missing from Open Throttle, Something will happen, and, like, I'll realize my tablet is upstairs or something, but that's where the pattern is kept. And for some reason, like, running upstairs, retrieving the tablet is just too much bother. Same issue spinning. It's right there. It's right set up. Oh, but then I have to you separate my fiber and prep it. And I just look at it and go, why? I don't know what's going on exactly. But i think i blame the weather warmth and lovely sunshine had appeared in the mid-atlantic region but it has since disappeared again and we are back to freezing nights cold wet nasty days all of the plant babies died which normally would go in scenic route but they're dead that was really a downer the combination just not enough sun And the freezing, or or close to freezing temperatures, just takes little sprouts and kills them. And even the husbando and I had a um, humidifier, like a tiny little humidifier set up in the greenhouse that we set up. And that stopped working, and so they weren't really getting the moisture they needed. But we couldn't see that the humidifier had stopped, so they just, it was, yeah... I have more seeds. I have planted more seeds. It will be fine, but I am really annoyed at myself for getting tricked by false spring. And I think it's affecting my motivation otherwhere. Other places. otherwheres. Oh my god, words. Mostly? I just want to skip to next episode. <laughs> because that one's going to... that one is amazing. And I just want to bring you guys next episode... Where it's fun, and there's a guest, and she's phenomenal, and I want to bring you guys the fun stuff i don't I don't want to bring anyone down with like how oh, shit sucks. hi, vey, but there we are, and two weeks will be here before you know it because this my friend brings us to the end of the road. Hey, y'all. This is Editor Peggy. I am popping in on my headphones to make one quick note here at the end of the episode. It, it was the weather, and I know this because I was driving home from work, the sun peeked out from behind the clouds, and after about two minutes, I was struck with inspiration For all of the things that I want to knit and cast on and a lot of excitement for fiber projects and Maryland Sheep and Wool that's coming up and all of the things. So yeah, didn't mean to end this episode on such a downer. Hopefully this helps that a little bit and um, I'll see y'all on the other side of the hiatus. And that concludes this episode of Spinning on Two Wheels. The theme music is organ rock, classic hard rock by Julius H. And is used under a Creative Commons license. Remember to join the group on Ravelry and check out the Instagram at The Kick-Ass Knitter. Show notes are always found at twowheelspodcast.wordpress.com. If you like this show, rate and review. It really does help audio, and emotional support by my brother Larry. Hi, everybody. You can find more of his work nowhere because he is an enthusiastic amateur. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, I'm Rezin for you. We're all in this together. Keep your wheels on the road. To the bone.